Welcome back to this week's episode of the Rive Your Life podcast. We have a great show for you, beginning with our word from the word, then off to our main segment with Mike Basco. Then we have our news from McHugh's, question of the week, and a tips and tricks for your next trip. So all this and more here on the Rive Your Life podcast. Buckle up, because here we go. Welcome to this week's Word from the Word. Uh, We'll be looking at Psalm chapter 100. Uh, There's just five quick verses here, uh, but they all have a common theme, and that theme is praise and thanksgiving to God. And as we approach the fall season, uh, we think of just planting, growth, and uh, just overall thanksgiving and giving thanks uh, for what God has given us. So uh, we're going to look at these few verses and then talk about them. But uh, Psalm chapter 100 verse 1 says, Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us, not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth to all generations. So like I said, the key theme here is thanksgiving and praise to God. And the takeaway for this week, I want us to all have that mindset as we enter into the fall season, and quite honestly any season at all, We need to give thanks to God for what he's given us and to praise him no matter what's going on. The good, the bad, the ugly. We need to praise our God and give thanks to him for what he's done in our lives. We truly do not deserve all the blessings and um, gifts God has given us. But he is such a good God and a giving God, a forgiving God, and so much more. We need to give him the honor, respect, and praise and adoration he is due. So this week... I want to challenge you. Take some time to give thanks to the Lord. Bless his name. Praise him for he is good and his mercy endureth forever. So that is this week's Word from the Word. Thank you. All right. Welcome, everyone. Welcome back to episode five of the Rive Your Life podcast. It is I, Donnie, back with yet another awesome episode for you all this week. Uh, Man, I cannot believe we are on episode five. Uh, This season has just flown by, just like this whole year. This year is just flying by fast, and uh, yeah. I just can't believe we're in September already, but, uh, may let's make the best of the last few weeks and months we have of 2023. 
And with that, we're going to make the best of this podcast. So uh, stay tuned for the coming weeks. we got some great interviews coming up. And as I mentioned last week on the podcast, we have a special guest in just a few weeks from Sir Henry's Haunted Trail, uh, Zach Glaros. Uh, Ryan and I recorded that episode this past week, and we are so excited for you guys to hear this. And uh, we want you all to hear it. So stay tuned for that. Mark it in your calendars. This is an episode you do not want to miss. And you might be thinking, uh, why are we talking Halloween on a Christian podcast uh, that's supposed to be family friendly, yada, yada, yada. I highly recommend listening to this one. Uh, Not giving anything away from the episode because, like I said, you need to listen to this to hear it from the source. But Sir Henry's is not your typical Halloween haunted event. It's a ministry. And I'm going to leave it at that. So stay tuned for September 25th. Our interview with Zach Galeris at Sir Henry's Haunted Trail. You do not want to miss it. But um, in the meantime, we do have some great episodes, including today's, with a very special guest. We'll get to him in just one moment. But uh, we do have some other great guests joining us this season. Um, Kicking off our October interviews, we have a very special guest. Uh, All of our guests are special, but um, we have some really good guests coming up. Uh, including this one, um, an artist, a new up-and-coming artist in the contemporary Christian music realm, uh, Miss Kate Stanford. We're so excited for you to hear this interview with uh, Kate. Uh, We get to learn a little bit about her, um, how she got her start in music, and just a few other things about her, and just see uh, what God's been doing in her life. And it's going to be great. You don't want to miss that one either. And then we have... A few more um, interviews coming up as well, and we'll talk about those more as we get closer to those. But these next three um, interviews we have today with Mike Basco, then Zach Glaros, and then Kate Stanford, you do not want to miss these. These are great interviews, getting to know some really awesome people. So with that being said, let's go ahead and move off to our um, special guest today, our awesome guest, Mr. Mike Basco. And he's become a new friend of mine, and it's just great to connect with him and get to meet him and just sit down and talk about what God's doing in his life, uh, what he's studying in college right now, which is pretty cool what he's doing. Uh, He's working at his college campus's radio station, and it also airs in the area of the college. But uh, I don't want to steal his thunder, so let's go ahead and head off to this week's main segment with special guest... Basco. All right, welcome to this week's main segment of the Ride of Your Life podcast. I am joined by a very special guest here this week in the virtual studio. I have with me Mr. Mike Basco. How you doing, sir? Good, Donnie. Thanks for having me on the show. I uh, appreciate it and I love the work that you guys are doing here. Well, praise the Lord, man. 
Um, we're glad to have you in this week. And um, as we get started with this week's interview, um, go ahead and introduce yourself for those who may not know um, you and just share a little bit of who you are and some of your testimony. And um, we'll go from there today. Yeah, sounds great. So uh, my name is Mike Basco. Uh, I live in Lynchburg, Virginia. Uh, so I live pretty close to Kings Dominion. I go there a lot. Um, and then I also go to school at a very small Christian school called Mount Vernon Nazarene University in Ohio. So I'm a, currently a senior there studying uh, communications um, and hope to be in Christian radio one day. And so it's nice, too, because my school's close to Cedar Point. So did not choose that on purpose, but just happens to be a nice perk. Um, and I have, I've been riding coasters now for, since I was about 14 years old, um, just developed a love for them over time. I used to be scared of them, uh, but they've really been something that have helped me get past a lot of my fears and things that, um, I used to just be scared of and like not feel ready for. And now I absolutely love them. And so, and, uh, I've been a Christian ever since I was a little kid. Uh, I was raised in a Christian household. I was, um, like taught at a young age, um, following God and all of that. And, um, I really can see in a lot of ways where God has made the path clear for me in a lot of ways. And that's one thing that I've always like really known about God is that he has a special plan for me, just like he has a special plan for you. And he, uh, will guide you into that way and he'll show you the way that you're supposed to go in. And I can look back on my life and see kind of his hand guiding me in the right direction and like putting me in the right places and meeting the right people and the right opportunities um, that have come along for him to be able to, to guide me in the right direction and just kind of keep me on that right path. And so that's really one thing that I love about being a Christian is I know somebody always has my back and always has a plan for me. And I just have to follow the way <laughs> where he's going. Um, and that I know that he has my whole life mapped out and I just have to, when something happens that doesn't go my way, I'm just like, okay, well, that wasn't part of the plan. And so I just, then you just keep trusting from there. And so that is the, um, one of the awesome things about, like following God and trusting God is that, you know, he's always got a plan for you. That's awesome, man. It's uh, great to see just the Lord working in your life. And we'll talk more about that and just see um, what he has done. And what uh, we're looking forward to seeing him doing in your life. And um, I know at the beginning of your intro there, you um, are a coaster Thuzy. I am. Uh, would you mind sharing with everybody what your current coaster count is. I know that's recently hit a milestone there. Yes. So I recently uh, rode my 200th coaster at your home park of Kings Island. Um, and so it was the beast and it was fantastic. And so I'm now currently yeah. sitting at 207 roller coasters, just added a couple the other day too at Cedar Point, got on the wild mouse for the first time. Uh, so it's great. <laughs> I have absolutely loved just adding new coasters to my coaster count. I started keeping track at the end of 2015 um, and I started just kind of counting from there and every single year I've added a few more. Uh, I got my 100th roller coaster uh, in 2018. That was Boulder Dash at Lake Compounds and then I've kind of just gone a little bit at a time. I've been averaging about 
like maybe 20 credits a year, just like one major new park and then a few other little ones that I find here and there, or I go back and revisit ones that um, revisit parks that have new roller coasters. Um, and so I'm just able to kind of stack that up, you know, and um, so it's been great. And I loved going to Kings Island for the first time. Uh, it was a fantastic park. <laughs> awesome. Uh, with some of your coasters you've ridden, which one would you say is your absolute number one favorite coaster of all time? I would say, and this is a little bit um, unpopular, but my favorite coaster mm-hmm. I've ever ridden is Mako at SeaWorld Orlando. And okay. So it's not objectively the best roller coaster. I would argue that there are roller coasters that I think are better rides, but Mako is just my personal favorite. It's one that I could ride over and over again. It's smooth, great airtime, great theming. It's just a fantastic roller coaster, and I love it. And even though like, I still think like rides like Steel Vengeance, which is my number two, or Fury 325, which is my number three, like are still like objectively better rides, Mako's just my favorite. That's just my coaster. Yeah, Mako's a fun one. Uh, I recently went to SeaWorld for the first time last year, and it's a nice little park. And, it is. Uh, it's got some really good coasters there. But I will say Manta, that that kicked my butt. Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was quite the ride. But, mm-hmm. oh, cool. So, out of all the parks you've gone to, which ones are some of those highlights that you've been to and why? Yeah. Um, I think ob- the obvious answer for me is Cedar point. I absolutely love that park. It's just, it's on a whole different scale than any other Cedar fair park. I've been to so many Cedar fair parks, like I've done Kings dominion many times, you know, like the back of my hand I've done, um, Carowinds multiple times. I've done Kings Island recently. I've been to Dorney park, but Cedar points just on a whole nother level. It's just different. I love it. It's like on such a bigger scale. It's like the whole, point of it is to have roller coasters and i love that i also have a soft spot for bush gardens williamsburg um it's a little further from my house than king's dominion um but i still try to get out there every once in a while and um it has my most ridden roller coaster apollo's chariot uh i've ridden that 52 times and so uh that's awesome it's such a fun ride and i got to do it a couple times um, with my buddy a couple years ago, we went uh, to Bush Gardens for a few days and we just kept riding it and riding it. We got like 32 <laughs> rides in the course of like, wow, basically two days worth. So it was wild, but it was <laughs> awesome. awesome. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Have you ridden the new dark coaster yet? I have. Yes. I went to Bush Gardens last month. So um, it was sort of like an early birthday present my parents gave me. <laughs> Um, where his take is there. And it was a lot of fun. I liked it. Um, it felt like, I mean, it was a little strange having it in the same park as Verbolton, another like indoor family type launch coaster, but it was fun. Yeah. And I'm glad they repurposed uh, the old like castle, the dark coaster castle um, mm-hmm. that was there. Because I was just kind of sad sitting there empty. Um, and I think it was a solid upgrade for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like it. Hope to get out there and check that out. But, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Bush Gardens Williamsburg seems like one of those parks that's just beautiful too. Mm-hmm. Nice park. So it is cool. Yes. And speaking of defunct rides and coasters, um, are there any on your coaster count that are no longer with us? Uh, I've, that you, I've got a few. Think of? 
Yeah, okay. I've got a few, but they're nothing major. But um, I don't know if you know much about Canopy Lake Park up in New Hampshire. Um, no. it's, a, it's a small, like, lakeside amusement park. They've got, like, three okay. coasters there. Um, the old Canopy Corks group that used to be there um, got on that. Um, I have relatives that live up close to there, so I've gotten the chance to go up there a couple times. And um, their little wooden coaster, Yankee Cannonball—that's that's, that's okay. a really fun ride. That actually is one of my favorite wooden coasters. Got some good airtime. Um, and then I'm trying to think of some of the other. Oh, Stinger at Dorney Park. I got on that in okay. like the five-year window where that was a thing. Um, <laughs> and then. Um, this little coaster called Galaxy up in uh, Palace Playland up in Maine. Yeah. Um, I got to ride that before they tore it down and replaced it with a much better ride. Um, so <laughs> that was so I've gotten a few here and there, um, some defunct ones just in small areas like um, that just aren't there anymore. Um, I used to live near Ocean City, Maryland, and got on some of the little rides. Uh, used to be the only uh, place I knew that had three wacky worms within a couple of miles of each other. <laughs> Um, so yeah, now there's only one of them left. So rest in peace to those wacky worms. <laughs> nice. Well, that's cool. You got some of those on there and it's neat that you visited some of those little parks that are not as recognizable as a Cedar fair, universal Disney Bush entertainment. Uh, that's cool. You got some of those and uh, mm -hmm. definitely have to check some of those out, but yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. So Looking towards 2024, of all the announcements that have been made so far, are there any coasters that are popping out? You're like, I need to get this on my coaster count like next year. I think one of the obvious ones for me is Top Thrill 2. Um, mm -hmm. And even though I'm graduating this year, and so I won't be around Ohio as much in the future, I'm like, I still need to come back for that at some point. Because uh, that yeah. looks awesome. Uh then of course Kings Island's getting a new coaster next year too. It's it's small, but like it's still yeah. worth mentioning, and it's nice to see Cedar Fair working with Vacoma again. So hopefully we'll get a mm -hmm. hopefully we'll get a big Vacoma launch coaster coming at some point. We'll see. Who knows? Um, yeah, and then it's nice to see Dorney Park getting some more investment too. Um, yes. I think they really needed it, especially. I haven't been to the park since 2017, so. I, and it's still the exact same pretty much. So it's nice to see them getting something new that will hopefully draw in some crowds, um, especially because they're in such an area where they have to fight for the crowds with Hershey Park and Six Flags yes. Great Adventure. Kenny, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, so, cool. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully you could get some of those. Mm -hmm. That would be nice. But, uh... <laughs> well, awesome. And that's a little bit of your coaster side and, now yeah. let's get to know you and uh, some of your other um, uh, areas as well. So um, you mentioned that you are going to college to study um, radio production is what you said. Awesome. Yep. So I'm a, us a little bit about that. Yeah. So I'm a communications and digital media major. Um, and my goal is to work for a Christian radio station. So I work cool. for the station at my school. Um, I am on the afternoon show from four to six, uh, PM on Tuesdays and Thursdays. I'm starting that next week. So I'm excited to get started with that. Um, so it's, it's a like small school station, but it's also like very active in the community. And so I'm on the leadership team for the station there and I work a lot of the events. Um, so that's good. It's good practice, uh, for me for when I <laughs> kind of move on to that next stage, but, 
Um, I love it. I love being on the radio. It's nice to be able to just share with people, encourage people. And um, it's, it's also a lot of fun too. So I always enjoy that. Awesome. And with that, you said you did some events with your um, school's radio. I've seen on some of your social media, you got to meet some pretty cool people along the way. Who are some of your favorite artists and people you got to meet along the way? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Definitely for King Country is one that stands out to me because uh, they, we, so basically um, I went to this conference um, down in Orlando, uh, which yes, I got to go to Universal while I was down there. So that was awesome. Uh, And uh, it's all like almost all the leading like Christian music broadcasters are there. And with that, a bunch of the artists come and they like to show their new music and get all the radio people to start playing it. And so for King Country was there and I had this mentor guy um, who it was fantastic. And he was like, okay, I'm going to introduce you to any artists that you want to, to be introduced to. Cause he knew all the bunch <laughs> of artists and he was like, just let me know. And I was like, it would be awesome if we could like meet for King Country. And he was like, I got you. <laughs> and so as soon as they were all done, we just like, we started following him through the hotel and he knew exactly where to go. And so we went over to um, like the hotel lobby that it was close by where um, for King Country was. And uh, we just went over and started talking to them. I had a, a couple minute conversation with, um, with Luke, um, which was cool. awesome. Just kind of, because I've loved for King Country ever since I saw them in concert a few years ago. And they're one of my favorites. And even Joel uh, broke away from the, um, his like, the people that were with him so he could come take a picture with us because they were trying to get him to go into yeah. the little restaurant they had there he broke away to take a picture with us and i was like That's yeah these cool. guys are just as cool in person as they are like on the stage like they're just awesome great people and also shout out chris hauser if you're listening you're awesome thank you for making that happen <laughs> <laughs> that's cool for king country is just one of those awesome christian groups and the guys both just seem very down to earth relatable guys no pun intended Um, Mm. but uh, I actually got to meet Luke when he came up for um, Spirit Song a few years ago it's actually my wife and I's first date we went to Spirit Song and saw them and um, so for King Country holds a special place in our heart too so we actually Mm, saw them down in Dollywood last week but that's cool we got to meet them and what's your favorite song of theirs oh there's so many and it really it really changes, but for right now, it's mm-hmm. like "Love Me Like I Am." I love mm-hmm. that song. Um, it's something that's really encouraged me in my life because a lot of the time, if I make a mistake, I give myself a hard time. I really beat myself up for it. Um, but then I just have to realize that that's not the way that God sees me. That He still loves me mm-hmm. like I am, even when I do something stupid and mess up. Yeah, that's that's a good song and good mm-hmm. message with it too. Absolutely. And, uh, are there any other artists you would like to meet? Uh, you met for King country is like one of the big names. Are there yeah. any other ones you'd like to meet too over time? Um, I would love to meet uh, capital Kings. Uh, they yeah. are uh, a group that has been one of my favorites for years since they first came out. Um, and even though they're not really like Christian radio airplay a lot of the time, um, I really enjoyed listening to their music, especially cause I've also, I've met, almost all of my favorite artists um that i've had and that probably makes a difference that i meet them and i start listening to their music i'm and i go from there um some of my favorite artists like apollo ltd 
Dan Bremnis, um, Joshua Micah, those are all people that I've met. And I've kind of been like, these people are so awesome. Let me listen to their music because they were so cool. Yeah. <laughs> and so, oh, um, cool. yeah. So I'd really like to be able to meet them. And really, I re- won't say no to meeting any artists. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's neat, man. And uh, what are some of the cool things you've learned with your program as well? So what are one of the things that you would like to specialize in with the digital media communication and radio production. Yeah. Uh, one thing I'd love to do is, yeah. One thing I'd love to do is definitely on air stuff. Um, really in the industry, it's all about how many hats can you wear? How many things Mm -hmm. can you do? Well, can you exceed in to be able to help, uh, the people in your industry, wherever you're working, Um, and so it's really about how versatile you can be. It's being a Swiss army knife basically in a way. Mm -hmm. And, um, I love being on the air, but it's also good for me to learn how to do production and like making commercials and stuff. So I actually got to make uh, last year for a school project. I made a commercial about Fury 325 for my final project. Um, Mm -hmm. So I got to write the whole copy about that and everything and record it, put in some sound effects, which was awesome. Uh, I had my professor hook me up with some roller coaster sound effects and um and I got an A I, I got an A on the project. So uh nice. <laughs> I, I took it. I took it. So I, I love it though. I'm definitely looking forward to being an on air guy and just get kind of making my mark in the Christian music industry. For sure. That's awesome, man. And uh that's neat that you got to pick your project and you got to do that. I, I'd love mm-hmm. to hear that. That sounds awesome that you got to do that. So mm-hmm. neat. But, um, so we know you're Coaster Thuzy and, um, you're studying, um, radio, digital media production and communication, things like that. What are some other things you like to do? What are some other, um, things or hobbies that, um, make you, you, I guess? Yeah. Yeah. Um, a couple of things I like to do are, um, one is, um, if you know the show American Ninja Warrior. Um, I like to do that kind of stuff. Um, I have a ninja gym I go to back around my house in Lynchburg. Um, Shout out Elite Athletics, um, (laughs) where uh, I will go and just do ninja stuff and just have fun with my friends and kind of play around on obstacles, which is always great. Just swinging on stuff and hanging on bars and everything. And um, it's, I used to like kind of take it seriously and train and like do competitions. Mm -hmm. Now I just do it for fun and to keep in shape. Uh, and so that's a lot of fun. I love that. And I also love playing volleyball, beach volleyball, indoor volleyball. Um, it's something I really started doing in college and just fell in love with it. Um, I do that all the time at home. I'll go over to Liberty university and play on the courts there here. I'll play, um, intramurals and, um, just go out and play on the courts that we have here. And so those are a couple of things I like to do. They keep help keep me in shape, you know. Um, also, walking yeah. around amusement parks does that too. Uh, mm-hmm. so yeah, <laughs> those are a couple of That's my favorite cool. things to do. Nice, and I noticed, especially with your um, handle on Instagram, that you are ninja mike i'm like okay what in the world that, that's a cool name but when i saw you did that i'm like that is so stinking cool i wish i could do that but uh, <laughs> man, how'd you get your start in doing the ninja warrior stuff yeah so i um when i was a little younger i was a senior in high school um and i was watching american ninja warrior and i was like what if i made my own course 
just for fun, um, just to see what I could do with it. So I took a bunch of stuff that we had in our shed, uh, like some old paint cans and like some old ropes and stuff and just tied them to trees and like um, just ran across the paint cans and did all sorts of stuff with that. And I was like, this is like the jankiest course ever, but it's fun. <laughs> so I did that for a couple of months and then uh, we moved down to Virginia after that. Um, and we actually had um, people who were on the show um, that were close by who would go to that gym. And so one of them uh, came over to our house and he helped us build a salmon ladder. It's like one of those ladders where you That's like awesome. jump the bar up like that. And so we had that That's in our awesome. yard for a while. And then uh, we started going through to the gym and we made some more obstacles up in our attic and we just we were that was our project really during covid was um just making ninja obstacles and having fun with that <laughs> and it kept us busy which was good um and so we had we had the gym at the right time to be able to do that and so that was awesome and um i've just kind of kept up with it as i've made friends who go to the gym with me and uh, made friends with people who've been on the show and I've gone to a couple of competitions, which has been cool. I got to meet, um, Daniel Gill, who was on the show. Um, he, he won it a couple years ago. Awesome guy. Um, just he's, he's a worship pastor too, down in Texas. And oh, so cool. he's, uh, definitely somebody who I've looked up to in my life as just a good example of a, a Christian in the spotlight, which is awesome to see. Neat. Do you see yourself going on the show at some point and uh, competing on there? Um, I don't know if I'm I'm quite up there yet. Um, if I want to take oh, it seriously, this. maybe I will. But uh, a couple of my friends have been on the show over the past couple of years, and uh, that's been awesome to see and just be able to cheer them on as they're there. We had a group of four last year um, from our gym. Uh, they called them the Lynchburg Loonies, um, and I'm friends with all of them there. <laughs> great people and uh so that was awesome to see them succeed so we'll see if i get there one day um i'm gonna get out of school first and just kind of see if that's something i'm still interested in doing or if uh if it's uh kind of past <laughs> what i want to yeah. do and it's just something that i do to keep in shape so we'll see where it goes oh, that's cool man and uh that's a neat i don't know if you'd say hobby or just like a neat thing you get to do but that that's cool mm -hmm. and that uh you have friends and um folks around you that uh, motivate you to do that and to stay in shape with that but cool uh so uh, as we draw close to your uh, interview today um we're gonna bring it home with talking about what is god doing in your life what are some things that god has just I know you mentioned at the beginning um, that he's just directed your life and just brought you to where you are today. But um, what are some of those things that you can just point back and say, that was a God thing. And that if it wasn't for him and his help, I wouldn't be where I am today. Yeah. Um, I think one of the big things was going to the school that I'm at now um, okay. is that I used to be um, a Nazarene denomination. I don't really identify with a denomination right now, um, but I used to be. I did Bible quizzing when I was um, younger for the Nazarene church, and so um, I always wanted to go to a Nazarene school. Um, and that I was like, I back. I lived in Maryland back then, and it was like nine hours from here. And uh, now I still live seven hours from <laughs> from here, and so, <laughs> but. 
that was the only school I ever had on my list was uh, Mount Vernon here in Ohio. And it was just kind of, I just kind of felt like that was where God wanted me to go. And now it has such a great broadcasting program. I've made some awesome friends here um, who are just great people. And I've really enjoyed getting to know. And it's also close to Cedar Point, which is great. And yeah. I just feel like God made it obvious that like, this is where I'm supposed to be. This is what I'm supposed to do. Um, this is like where he wants me for right now. And um, I know he'll be doing that for the next stage of my um, career, kind of when I graduate, because I have no idea where I'm going to go when I graduate. It's all in uh, mm-hmm. where he wants me, where I can find a job and um, what what that next step is. And I know like I said at the beginning of the podcast, I know he has a plan for me. So I just have to kind of find out what he wants me to do and uh, he'll send me in the right direction. So I think that's definitely one of the big things is that I can look back and just see like, okay, God wanted me here. Um, there was a time in my life where um, I was summer of 2019 was a very tough time for me. I was struggling a lot with my identity. I was struggling a lot with um, just depression and being, I was just not in a very good spot. I hated my job. Um, and I just was in a very rough spot and he, um, he actually provided for me. Um, my mom went to Walmart one day and she found a flyer on the ground, um, for a new youth group that was starting up. And so I was, she told me about it and I was like, okay, let me, let me just try this and see it was like a half an hour from my house. And I, I hadn't, really had a youth group where I felt at home before I've tried, I tried a couple different places and I was like, I don't really fit in here. Like, I don't really feel like I have a place here. It's kind of clicky. Like, and they just don't really like, I just don't really connect well with everybody there. And so I tried this new place and I started talking to the youth pastor and, um, it even, and I started going to that church and it was such an awesome experience because even though I was only there for six months, I still think about, being at that youth group, being at that church, the impact that the the youth pastor had on me and um, all that God was able to do through that. And that really helped me when I was in a very rough place. Um, I, it just, it just changed my life and in a good way, it helped me realize my value and my, um, and that God was planning something else um, than what I had been going through, which was awesome. And just, the people there were so welcoming and so inviting. And I was like, just so not used to that um, before. And then I went there for, for, yeah, like I said, just six months or so, but it still was a huge impact on me. And I'm super thankful that I had that, that period um, in there right before we moved um, (laughs) where those, that was the best time of my life that I lived back in Maryland. Um, when I lived near Ocean City, that was those six months were the best time of living there. And it was because of that church and that youth group and that youth pastor who were able to just kind of speak into me, which was I look back on that and I realize like, yeah, God was God gave me the right people at the right time. That's awesome, dude. And it's just neat to see the Lord work through that youth group and just a flyer. And that's just one of those things where that's definitely a God thing. There's no mistake that your mom stumbled upon that knowing you needed this at the time in your life where you needed that community and that uh, growth the most. So that's awesome, dude. And 
what are some of the takeaways that you had from the youth group? What are some things that stuck out that you're like some aha moments and some like, okay, that's neat and what the Lord's working in your heart about? Yeah, I think one thing is um, that we need to care for each other and welcome each other and invite each other um, and make sure that we're building each other up um, because I didn't have that in a lot of ways before um, I'd kind of had some, not some of the best experiences um, with like youth groups in the past. And that's nobody's fault. It just kind of like, I didn't really feel at home. Uh, and yeah. so I had kind of was looking for something else um, in that way. And God provided at the right time. And the, um, the youth pastor kind of just showed me the importance of welcoming other people and um, that I'm valued and that other people are valuable as well. And that um, we need to be extending that invitation to other people and just uh, making them feel at home, making them feel valued, making them feel uh, welcome in the spaces that we are because Jesus welcomed everybody just like that. And um, it was great because I was able to like see the love of Jesus played out and hopefully I'll be able to pass that on to some other people as well. That's awesome, dude. And uh, along those lines, what are some advice you'd give to a teen, um, maybe about the same age as you, where you were just struggling for that hope and help from the Lord? Um, what would you say to them uh, if they're listening to this today? Yeah, um, I would say there, there's a couple of things I would say. Um, for sure would be one thing would be just, I know we don't like to hear it, but waiting on the Lord and trusting his timing um, for sure. Uh, Cause you may have to go through seasons that you don't want. And as much as I don't like that, and I don't like having to suffer through seasons and I don't like having to go through pain and all of that. Um, sometimes it happens and sometimes we just need to be patient and trust the Lord's timing um, in those times. And I'd also say, don't be afraid to reach out to other people for, for help. Um, don't feel like you have to do everything by yourself that there will always be people in your corner, whether that's your parents, whether that's a pastor, whether that's your friends, um, whoever it is, there's God's going to give you someone to be able to talk to um, and who will help you as part of that part of that process. So whether that's you need to find a mentor or something along those lines, that's it's huge, um, really, just to be able to have somebody else you can rely on and that will get you and will um, will allow you to really be your true self and uh, live your life to the, to the fullest and not feel burdened by, um, by worry and depression and anxiety and all of those things that really are just part of this world that are just so hard to avoid these days. I still suffer from anxiety a lot, um, being honest, but um, it's okay because eventually we're not going to have to worry about that anymore. Yeah. That's awesome, dude. And uh, what is a verse that you can look back and say, whether it's a life verse or a verse that's um, helped you through different situations, what would you claim as your life verse or your help verse? Yeah, um, I would say it's the verse that's in my bio, Colossians 3.15. Um, Let the peace of Christ rule in your heart, since as members of one body you were called to peace and be thankful. Um, I think what's cool about this verse is that it goes over a couple of different things. It's talks about um, peace and letting God's peace uh, kind of transcend you and go into you and 
um, being in charge. That way, if you're getting worried and anxious, you can just be like, it's okay. I just can let God's peace kind of calm me down and take care of it because I know that I trust in his plan. And also then kind of going into being thankful for what he's done in the past, being thankful for what you have. And something I know I need to do better all the time is uh, being content and being grateful for all the things that he's given me and um, all the things that I get to experience. And so um, that's what I like about it. It's kind of like it has a two part meaning in it, which is uh, which are both things that I need to work on every single day. Um, but the good thing is that we can do it. You can do it. it. Just takes a little extra thought sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. That's a good verse and verses to cling upon and um, rely upon and knowing that there is peace, help and hope in Jesus Christ and him only. And, uh, that's awesome, dude. Just neat to see, um, again, God's hand working in your life. I've seen him working in my life. I've seen him work in others. And that's just something I, I love to hear people's stories. I love to hear what God is doing. And it's so cool to see what he's doing through you and what he will do through you in the days ahead. So um, are there any final thoughts or any uh, last things you want to mention on the the interview and uh, segment here. Yeah, it was, it was funny because um, I'm reading through the whole new Testament this year. I'm just going like nice. one or two chapters at a time. And uh, we just, I noticed that you guys just started first and second Peter. And I also just started first and second Peter. So I, nice. I was like, that's perfect timing. Like literally we were like a day different starting it. Um, and so yeah. that's, I thought that was pretty funny, but yeah, it's, it's just awesome as a member of like the Coaster Enthusiast community, but also as a Christian to have the, the resource in this community to get plugged into um, because I know I love meeting other Coaster Enthusiasts. That's why I, I purposely wear the um, like shirts to parks that are like different. So I wore this shirt to Kings Island. I wore my Mako shirt to Cedar Point. Um, and so I'll wear these shirts <laughs> on purpose awesome. where I can meet co other coaster enthusiasts. Cause they'll be like, Oh, have you ridden that? And we'll just start talking and it's always great. And so it's great to find this community of like-minded believers who are also coaster enthusiasts. And, um, we can just kind of build each other up as we chase this hobby that we love to do so much. Yeah. And I know you mentioned Bible reading at the beginning of that, um, what are some of your tips and I tricks, I guess, uh, for someone who's wanting to get into the word and dive in and make it a daily, um, a daily desire? Because we don't want to say daily task because tasks are things we typically don't like to do. But what what is that one thing you'd say to spark that desire to read God's word daily? Yeah, um, this is something that I also struggle with is I'll, I'll sometimes I'll just like not really feel like reading my Bible. I'll be like, uh, like I'll do it tomorrow and then I don't do it tomorrow and it just kind of gets put off. But it's like it's like don't beat yourself up if you miss a day just because you like miss a day doesn't mean that God's going to be angry with you. It doesn't mean that he's going to be like, oh, you didn't read your Bible. No blessings for you. Um, it's not like a terms and conditions type basis of relationship. And so if you if you do happen to start and then you kind of get off track a little bit, it's okay if you miss a day here and there. Um, as, as long as your ultimate desire is to 
be able to get closer to God through it, um, it's okay. He understands. But I would say just like find a type of book that really interests you, whether you want to know the character of Jesus more than dive into the Gospels. If you want to know a little bit more about how you should live, then um, check out the epistles. If you want to learn more about like history and that if you love history and that intrigues you, then check out like first and second Samuel um, in the Old Testament. Or if you want to see kind of how prophecy was fulfilled, um, then read some of the major minor prophets. And it all depends on really what interests you the most in the Bible. And that will kind of that will kind of draw you in to start. And then once you once you make it a habit, then you kind of get around to the, the whole rest of it. And so for me, it's like I've always been a little bit more interested in the New Testament because I did Bible quizzing and I would like study the New Testament for a while. But once I go through the entire New Testament this year, I'm going to go back and read some of those old like history books from the Old Testament. I'm going to go through like first and second Samuel, first and second Kings, because I want to read those too, because those are, I find that to be very interesting just to see all the stories of how God was faithful. Um, even back then, um, even before Jesus, like how the whole Old Testament is stories of how God was faithful to those who were faithful to him. That's awesome, dude. And uh, keep it up and uh, keep striving for the word. And like you said, it's not a terms and conditions thing where if you miss one day, well, well, tough luck. You got to try better to uh, meet up to where you should be. It's one of those things where you need to um, daily seek him and uh, all that. So awesome, man. Well, as we close out, um, how can people connect with you? Um, if it's on social media or however. Yeah. Um, so I'm on Instagram. Uh, uh, my personal one is uh, Ninja Mike underscore 116. And then my uh, roller coaster is uh, Funtime underscore coasters, um, where I will post about my little adventures I go on for different parks and um, just post some of the pictures I take. I don't really have much of an eye for photography, but I do love just being able to share with other people kind of my little adventures and just um, experiencing coasters together and um if you see me at a park and you recognize me i'll be going to cedar point a couple times over the next couple of months um feel free to stop by and say hi i always love meeting new people and meeting new coaster enthusiasts and uh i'm always down to talk roller coasters with anybody so uh some of my friends i'm sure get sick of it uh <laughs> when that's my favorite topic but anytime i'll always talk roller coasters so just look for the guy in the Mako shirt at Cedar Point, and then you'll know it's Mike. So <laughs> mm -hmm. awesome, man. Well, we do appreciate you hopping on the podcast today and just talking about life and most importantly, the things of God. So um, thanks again, Mike. And we look forward to seeing what God's going to do in the days ahead for you, man. Yeah. Thanks so much, Donnie. It's been awesome to be connect with you and uh, get a chance to be on the Ride of Your Life podcast. Awesome, man. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you so much, Mike, for joining us this week in the virtual studio. It was great getting to chat with you and just getting to know you. And uh, we'd love to have you back on sometime. So uh, that being said, let's go ahead and move on to our next segment with news from the queues.
Hey everyone, this is Katie from Katie's Coasters and also Ride of Your Life Ministries here. Right now, I'm going to be sharing with you the top five theme park and roller coaster news from the past week. This is news from the queues. In the past week, Six Flags has announced to most of their parks all new attractions and rides coming for the 2024 season. And in this segment, I'm going to be sharing with you the top five new rides coming to Six Flags parks in 2024. Let's begin with number five. Here I see that Six Flags America in Woodmore, Maryland will be receiving a newly rethemed section of the park. This new section will be called Steamtown. This newly rethemed section of the park will receive a brand new Zamperla Nebulas flat ride, which will be a signature family attraction. Plus, Steamtown will also be receiving the reimagine of three already existing rides at the park. Mindy Racer, which is the Vacoma SLC roller coaster, it will get a fresh new repaint and also new trains added. Renegade Rapids will also be reimagined and also the park's bumper cars. So very excited to see this part of the park become new and revamped. Coming in at the number four spot, here I see that Six Flags Fiesta Texas in San Antonio, Texas will be receiving a new flat ride section of the park. This new section will receive a Cyborg Cyber Revolution Zamperla Nebulas ride as well. Seriously, these rides are so fun, great for all ages. They also will be receiving a Metropolis Transit Authority train. This will be a monorail that gives a five minute ride around the entire area of the park. They also will be receiving a Shazam Tower of Eternity Zamperla drop tower. This drop ride will reach a max height of 70 feet in the air. This definitely looks like a fantastic new section of the park coming to Six Flags Fiesta Texas for all ages. Looks so awesome. A huge fan of this. Coming in at the number three spot here for the Six Flags 2024 park announcements, we have Six Flags Over Georgia with their new Intamin Surf Coaster. This looks so incredible. I think this is a definitely needed coaster for this park. This will be the world's first Intamin Ultra Surf Coaster, standing at an elevation of 144 feet tall. This ride features a top speed of 60 miles per hour and a track length of 590 feet long. This coaster will also feature seven different airtime moments. Guys, this looks incredible. Plus, you will also get a little bit wet on this ride because it is a surfing coaster and it is a water ride. The ride will also feature free spinning gondolas as well as four interactive water features. This looks so epic for real. I think this looks incredible and I can't wait to see more of these being built in the future. Coming in at the number two spot, we have Six Flags Great Escape with their new Bobcat Gravity Group Family Wooden Coaster. This new addition was definitely a surprise to us all. We were not expecting this small park in New York to be receiving anything major, and here they are getting one of the main attractions in the entire Six Flags chain. Yes, like I said, they are getting a family wooden coaster manufactured by Gravity Group. Standing just over 55 feet tall, this airtime-filled coaster has a top speed of nearly 40 miles per hour and is 1,412 feet long. This ride features a very similar layout to the other family Gravity Group coaster, Timber at Wallaby Ron Alps. This, crazy enough, this will be the first coaster at the park in nearly 20 years. This looks incredible and I'm so happy that Six Flags Great Escape is getting some recognition with this brand new coaster. 
And finally, last but not least, we have Six Flags Great Adventures New Flash Vertical Velocity Vacoma Super Boomerang Roller Coaster. This has to be my personal favorite new addition coming to the Six Flags parks in 2024. I was really hoping Great Adventure would get some sort of roller coaster, and sure enough, they are. This new roller coaster will be the first ever Vacoma Super Boomerang in the Western Hemisphere and will launch riders at speeds of up to 59 miles per hour and heights at almost 100 feet. In addition, the park will be celebrating their 50th anniversary next year with a new resort and more park investments to come. This is all super exciting and I'm super excited to see one of these brand new coaster models pop up in the US. So yes, definitely let us all know what you think of every single one of these new Six Flags Park Editions. They all look super great and I'm very excited to ride them in 2024. I am Katie and that is your news from the queues. Now let's get on with the rest of the podcast. Bye guys! Thank you Katie for this week's news from the queues. Uh, we are so excited about all these new additions, including all the Six Flags editions. So if you're by a Six Flags Park or any of these... Uh, Go ahead and check them out next year. So, yeah. But thanks again, Katie, for doing this week's news from the queues. And as we make our way out of the queues, we're going to head on over to this week's question of the week. Welcome to this week's question of the week. For this week's question, uh, as we reflect on our summer season and look forward to next year, 2024, and all these announcements coming out, we want to know which of the 2024 attractions are you looking forward to the most? Is it a new coaster, new experience, new park, uh, attraction? Uh, We want to know. So go ahead and stop by our social media pages tomorrow, or you can even send us a DM, uh, a message on our website, however you want to get this to us. We would just want to know what is your favorite and most anticipated announcement for the 2024 uh, Parks and Attractions season. So go ahead and leave us that, and you may hear your response next week on the podcast so let's head on back to the virtual studio that is our question for this week so what is your most anticipated attraction ride experience um, coming in 2024 again let us know on our social medias our website Or even below our podcast here, if you're listening on Spotify, you can answer that there. So, uh, for me, I would have to say my most anticipated 2024 attraction is... hmm, There's a lot of good ones. I will have to say, and this is probably a common answer... But I am looking forward to Top Thrill 2 at Cedar Point. Uh, We are making our way up there maybe a few times next season with our Passport (laughs) Cedar Fair Pass. Uh, So I'm excited to experience that. I sadly never got to experience Top Thrill Dragster in its original form. But I think with Top Thrill 2, it's going to be a very unique and interesting experience that we've never 
experienced before. So, uh, yeah. But uh, as we look back at last week's question of the week, um, Kinsey asked us, what's your favorite fall event or tradition? Uh, we're going to go on over to our social medias and see your responses. So uh, here's the ones that were submitted. So Sportsy Girl 88 said, the Halloween party for her bowling league. And then Ryan said, watching football. And then Charles NG4919 says, Halloween haunt at the Cedar Fair Parks. And I'm going to refer to our stories as well. So let me pull up our stories. So we have... It looks like Sportsy Girl also sent a message in our story here saying, Going to the Apple Orchard and Fall Festivals. Then We the Coasters said HHN, which um, they kicked off this past Saturday. And it looks like it's a uh, interesting event this year. Uh, so interesting lineup there. And then Drew Tresh Cheshire said, I'm sorry, Drew, uh, but Drew, Drew Cheshire said, uh, Carowind's Great Pumpkin Fest. I'm a scaredy cat and don't like the haunted places. So... Thank you all so much for responding to this week's question of the week. Uh, be sure to respond to this week's question uh, for a possible shout out and your responses read on air here on the Ride of Your Life podcast. So uh, we do have a special segment this week. We have Miss Leah back here in the uh, Royal virtual studio i think we'll call it the royal virtual studio from now on i like it but uh we have leah back with a tips and tricks for your next trip try saying that 10 times fast but we'll go ahead and turn it on over to leah hello everyone and welcome back to my segment of royal podcast tricks tips and trips um this week I will be telling you guys one of my favorite tips of going to an amusement park. It is probably the simplest one, the most affordable one, and the one everyone knows about. And that is the fanny pack. Now, I was the baby Thuzi who brought a knapsack or a big backpack with me, and guess what? Not all coasters have bins. So therefore, I would have to put it in a locker. And I know, I know lockers aren't expensive, but they're just a pain. And I want my things with me at all times. So I'm currently looking on Amazon and you can get a fanny pack, a bougie fanny pack that's 14 plus colors or patterns. Um, it's like a Lululemon dupe because I know Lululemon is expensive and not everyone can afford them, but their fanny packs are cute. On Amazon for $9. And guess what? If you have Prime, free shipping, and you can get it tomorrow. I know everyone knows about fanny packs, but let me tell you, if you get the right one, they're perfect for the collapsible water bottles I was telling you guys about a couple weeks ago. They come in cute colors, cute designs, cute patterns. You can fit everything in there. Medicine, gum, your phone, sunglasses, an extra charger. 
I love my fanny pack so much. And also with my fanny pack, I don't always have to constantly go through bag check and have them search my fanny pack. I just walk right through. It's a breeze. So that is my tips, tricks, and ticks, tips, tricks, and yeah. <laughs> I hope that has helped you guys and I will see you guys next week. Bye. Thank you, Leah, for this week's tips and tricks. I can't even say it. Uh, props to Leah for attempting it. But uh, great tip for this week. And um, as she mentioned a few weeks ago, the collapsible water bottle, I have I can attest to that being very useful, especially if you're going to a major park, especially in Florida. It's very hot pretty much all year round down there. And I know some Floridians are like, eh, it's cold. It's like... It's always hot to us uh, here up in the north, but uh, regardless, we got the class water bottle and this week the fanny pack. So whether you get it on Amazon and the park, whatever, um, it's a great tip and trick there. I know uh, Kenzie uses uh, the fanny pack in the park. Great way to um, store all your belongings without having to lug it around uh, and having to stick it in a locker because we know Cedar Fair is notorious for lockers and whatever. But um, what we may do is incorporate a uh, page on our website to where we can have all these different links to all these different products that Leah mentions to where you can have easy access to those and um, get those to make your next trip a successful, fun, uh, and stress-free experience. So thank you again, Leah, for your tips and tricks this week. But um, This is bringing us to a close in this week's episode. We do thank you all so much for listening. And like I said, the next few weeks and uh, all of that are going to be so fun. We've got some awesome guests. And again, thank you, Mike, for joining us today in our podcast in the virtual studio. Uh, but we're going to have some other folks joining us. So like I mentioned at the beginning, Zach Glaros of Sir Henry's Haunted Tra Trail will be with us on September 25th. And then we have Miss Kate Stanford on October 9th. So stay tuned for that. And then we have some more guests um, in November to wrap up our season. So you don't want to miss those. And along with that news of coming to an end in November, we will be taking a break um, the last week in November. So the week right after Thanksgiving, which is uh, Monday, the 27th is the season finale of the ride your life podcast. We're taking December off. As you all know, December is a crazy month. You got Christmas, new year's Eve, just all the festivities and things that come with that. Uh, but we will be back in January in the new year on Monday, January 8th, with a whole new season. We got some guests in mind that we're going to start asking, and um, hopefully we get them on. But we've got some cool things planned for next season as well, so you don't want to miss that. But as always, um, you can connect with us now on social media, on Facebook, Instagram, and Threads. You can visit our website, brightyofyourlifeministries.com. Visit our merch merch store, uh, writeoflifeshop.com. We're working on a few new designs that will be out in time uh, for early fall, and we're going to hopefully get some of those out. But um, 
We'll definitely have a lot more designs getting closer to Christmas. So if you want some Ride Your Life merch um, to give or to put on your Christmas list, uh, we'll have that on there. So you can have uh, some of that and wrap it in the parks. Um, whether you're going this winter to a park or need something for the spring and summer of 2024, we'll have that ready for you there. Uh, but uh, obviously, you've followed us here on the podcast and subscribed. I hope you subscribed. But if not, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Uh, leave us a review and ranking so that we can get the word out about Ride for Life so that people can connect with us and um, hear the gospel of Jesus Christ and get that word out to them. That's where uh, they can have a relationship with him. So... I believe that is all we have for this week here on the Ride Your Life podcast. Again, thank you all so much for joining us, and we hope to see you next week here on the Ride Your Life podcast. Peace! Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the Ride Your Life podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, consider leaving a review or ranking on your preferred podcast platform. Your feedback helps us reach more people with the good news of Jesus Christ, as well as brings up more discussion on all things coasters and parks. Stay connected with the Royal Fam through our website, RideYourLifeMinistries.com, as well on social media at Ride of Your Life Ministries on Facebook, Instagram, and Threads. Also, be sure to check out our merch store, rideofyourlifeshop.com, for some awesome royal merch. We hope you all have a great week, and we look forward to the next episode next Monday. God bless. We hope to see you all in the parks. Peace!